I'm the one who says hey guys first. Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome to Ep Two, Ep Second, Second Ep. S One Ep. We're two. back. The industry told us to stop. We didn't. We didn't take their advice. We made a second ep. And are we have our first guest? Our guest today can is we, can also we introduce both both of us first. Yeah, it's me, Kevin, Christy, Hi, and I'm, I'm Nick Yusef. Nick Yusef. Oh, we have a tentative name for our podcast. It is. Go ahead, Nick. Occasionally awesome. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I like. We it. didn't go with raw denim. Yeah. Too many um, people thought it was fashion. Right. Like a fashion show. So far, we have our first guest, but mm-hmm. uh, everyone who's been on the podcast so far is from Lacrosena. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all Lacrosena podcast. We're here today with my best friend since seventh grade, uh-huh. actor Steve Howie. You may remember him from such shows as Reba. He's currently on a show called Shameless mm-hmm. on Showtime. He's extremely tall. What What's your height? I'm 6'4", Kevin. <laughs> What's your weight right now? About 219. 219, that's good. So wow. you're line, you're like a, a fast linebacker. Yeah. Or a safety? My fighting weight is 205. That's light heavyweight. <laughs> but what are you fighting? Mostly just bags. Myself on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> hi, right. hi, Nick. Hey, buddy. It's good to see you. you gonna, are you going to talk like that the whole time? No, I'm not. This is awkward. <laughs> Holding a microphone and talking to you guys is Why awkward. Why is it awkward? Uh, because I feel like most of our conversations are very, well, actually it's got really comfortable now. Almost a hundred percent of our conversations don't involve us having microphones. Yeah. So what you're saying is a hundred percent until right now. You know what though? What? I think I'm going to start holding a microphone. <laughs> just all I the go. time. It's just a cord that hangs to nowhere. Just, just pretend just you're recording everything. <laughs> yeah. Today's your birthday. Today is my birthday. Yeah. Today's your birthday. How old? Um, 36. Me too. Yep sucks today's your birthday too no but i'm 36 and every day once you're over 35 neither of you look 36 feels like your funeral yeah yeah we don't you mean that no i i honestly mean that. okay good clean living yeah for me well not for me because you got like you know as we discussed last episode the hipstery kind of yeah youthful look and you just look fucking young yeah that's just you have a baby face yeah yeah. Even with like you have like full like a full goatee thing going. Full goatee, long ponytail. But I'm cannot rocking. grow sideburns. Can't grow sideburns. Nothing. A right. lot of estrogen pumping through my veins. Yeah, you have a feminine. You have a very masculine, feminine vibe. Yeah, that's where the youthfulness comes. You're from, like a right? huge. You know what you're like. You're like a giant Russian woman. <laughs> that's right. Like a Russian bodybuilder. I'll like take a that. really tough Russian woman. But I would regardless, take that. you have a feminine energy. Yeah. Yeah. Huge forehead. You have a big ass forehead. Yeah. How long? How many years have we known each other? Uh, since uh, since we were like thirteen. Yeah, the first day I met you is when you ran up to me and asked me to uh, howdy day at Rosemont. Howdy you, day. I don't remember that. When fir- we went to Rosemont, there was a day you went there for the first time, and they like assigned you a locker uh-huh. and showed you like basically where you like oh, where everything yeah, yeah. was. I remember that. And they I called it howdy day. Yeah, I remember that. That's where Steve and I met. That's an interesting age to meet a friend. Well, you know, 13, what was happening in my grade. life was my best friend at that time was a kid named Casey Canale, uh-huh. and he was really cool and really good looking. And it was obvious we weren't going to be friends that much longer once the kind of social strata of junior high took hold. He was going to oh, be yeah. cooler than me. And I kind of could tell. Yeah. It's like, OK, I'm going to need new friends. Because up until like when you're in elementary school, you're all just yeah, it's even same playing plans. field. Mm-hmm. It, there's no like hierarchy of anything. And my one friend, Scott Cohen, who was like nerd, he was kind of smaller and nerdy like me. He was going to a different school. He went yeah. to Flint Ridge Prep. So like I was going to need a new set of I was going to need a new best friend. And I could tell. I was so scared to go into junior high. My first day of junior high, I got there like an hour early. Really? 
I was there at like seven o'clock in the morning for no reason. I just stood around. It was really, really weird. I didn't know where to go. Yeah. I just like walked around. I was so confused. Yeah, me too. Cause I didn't have any, they, they don't really like detail like what you have to do. They're just like, you go to your locker and then just go to class. And I'm like, well, yeah. then you get your program card with your classes and no one tells you where they are. I didn't also know how long it was going to take me to walk to school. So I left at like 6 a.m. Right. And got there at like seven. It took like an hour to walk there and another one to talked to. Did you have anybody to tell you and or scare you about junior high? Because I had neighbors that told me that they were going to shave my balls. <laughs> and I was so nervous because I didn't have any hair on my balls. Right. And I was like, they're going to pull my pants down and they're going to shave my balls. <laughs> and I don't have any hair and they're going to find out that I don't have any hair. And they're going to laugh. Well, yeah. nothing terrified me like having to change for PE. Oh, yeah. That was by far the worst thing ever you know when we i went to rosemont did you go to rosemont yeah oh my god lock a national blue ribbon school <laughs> you remember how they used to push that yeah yeah they're that, like we're a blue ribbon but school like you only get it for a particular year so it was like blue ribbon 1988 you're like well it's 1991 so who gives a shit when i was what there, are you doing they'd, now they'd won them like a few <laughs> consecutive years that just means no one died yeah 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 it just means like everyone went on to high yeah, school like hey no something. kids died again yeah we did it. So yeah, we awesome. thought it was something special. You're like, it's a blue ribbon school. And then you're like, it's just a regular junior high. That's yeah. Where people just move on to high school. Like yeah. No one's getting pregnant and like not. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess now that's a thing. That's impressive. If no one's getting pregnant. Yeah. Cause these young kids now, I don't know if you know this. They love to fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're sucking dick Ew. at like 11. Yeah. It's crazy. It's terrifying. I mean, I want to watch, but it's gross. <laughs> um, how far are we into it now? <laughs> How much time we got? Uh, about an hour. No. <laughs> um, six whole minutes. Cool. But yeah, P changing for PE really terrified me. I would wait till everyone. You were was supposed to shower, which I don't think anyone showered. They no. made you. No, it was optional when it I. It was, was optional there. by the time we were there too, and yeah. no one ever showered once. Yeah. I never saw anyone. And what sucked is I had PE like first period, so I basically just reeked. So I, you know, like got to school and like, all right, run around for an hour. Yeah. Don't shower and then go try to talk to girls. This you smell true. like a goat. You yeah. went through puberty early and yeah. you always smelled. I smelled really, really bad. Yeah, because we were dancers. We were into that dance crew. <laughs> oh, you were doing that too? Yeah. You can't yeah. just drop that like and it's a he, normal and thing. And he would just fucking get ripe. I smelled bad. Like <laughs> we would go to these dances, junior high dances, and he would go to me and go, hey man, am, am I smelling? Yeah. And I would like, he'd pull his shirt open and I'd be like, oh, yeah. Because you're talking about a full day of school, yeah, right? And it's not like I was like, I should probably shower before we go to this other thing. So we're at that point, we're at like hour 18 of being like a 13-year-old boy oh sweating God. all day. And I never like, if it was hot, I was still wearing like baggy pants or something. You smell your dirty pits. I smelled really gross. And it's like at that age, you don't want anything out yeah. of the ordinary going on on your physical anything. You yeah. don't want to smell kind of weird. You don't no. want to have like a zit in the wrong place. It just ruins, I wouldn't it ruins the whole semester. I wouldn't want <laughs> I wouldn't want to admit to myself that I needed deodorant. Yeah. So I wouldn't like if I was like, hey, you should go buy some deodorant. That's like too weird of a thing to yeah. even do. So like, no, I'll just smell terrible all the time. Yeah. And then all it takes is one name. They just yeah. Like, hey, I was garbage face. I was lucky. Sense. I was lucky I didn't get a name because if I because I smell. Then, you know, it wasn't that bad. Probably. I guess. Or maybe I just stayed away from people. Also, I wore huge clothes. 
Right. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would, that hit it like a tent. You know what I did is I would like at first because I was so freaked out at the idea of like ch- I'm like I gotta change in front of these people. I don't. Yeah. Know. I would just put my PE shirt on over my yeah, regular shirt. Definite move. The first maybe like few weeks. Because I was like, there's no way this is happening. I'm not yeah. I'm not going to like start taking my clothes off. Or I'm just wait till the whole row cleared out. Yeah. And then change as quickly as I could. I never took my PE clothes home and washed them. They smelled uh, a kind of bad. Yeah. That was like a health violation, probably. I'll tell you I'll tell you how I, I how long it would take me to do it. Until my PE teacher said, Nick, yeah. there is mold yeah. on your shirt. Yeah. Why? Because it's sweat, and then you just throw it in there, and it would just yeah, it would just this tiny little. He's like, that's small because they know they've been teachers so long, they can see, like that's not dirt. How low on the rung of educational professional are you if you're teaching PE? You're right above janitor. Yeah, so like basically they're like, guess what? You're you're like whatever interview was so bad. You're in charge of just making sure mold doesn't grow on people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not in charge of any education at all. Just make sure no one gets yeah. black mold on their face and body. And make sure the kids just are never really sitting. <laughs> like, there's no real sport that you have. Just make sure they're just moving for 45 minutes. Oh, God. I see, I see so many fat kids now. Yeah. I don't remember fat kids when I was growing up. There were some, but it wasn't like every kid. There was yeah. one. Two at the most. Yeah, two, one or two. Now you drive by a school or right across from a high school. Yeah. There's fat kids all over the place. So are the skinny <laughs> kids like the outcasts now? I don't know. That's Although hilarious. you know what I see? I mean, if more I, people are fat. Oh my I, God. I mean, I will say there are a lot of kids that are in like really good shape, like at like in crazy shape. Because I think yeah. sports are really important still. Yeah. And you, everything starts earlier. So there are like a bunch of kids that are shredded, like walking around with their shirts off. Yeah. And then yeah, but that's like, also youth and... I don't remember people being good enough shape to be walking around without shirts. There was like two guys. It was like two of them, Justin Marshall and and Brendan, other guy. I mean, you really got to be in like t- it's an effort to be fat when you're really young. Yeah. Or you have what is it a thyroid thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, know. it's maybe it's just a genetic thing because there were a few never. kids that were like so fat. Yeah, totally. And then some kids that just had a few extra pounds. I really hope they're not fat now. Like I hope they fixed it, got it together. Whoever those fat kids are out there. It's usually the case. I like, mean, I hope they were like, ooh, I was All a the fat super kid. hot people in school, like the, the quarterback, the cheerleader chicks, like they get fat. They're all plumbers now. They yeah, they get they fat. They literally then, just work construction. Yeah. Or like, they just nothing ever happened for them. Yeah. Although, just want to say, plumber. Is a actually uh, a pretty good job. It's a pretty good job nowadays. Yeah, but I mean the the look when you think of yeah. what a plumber looks like, it's, it's actually that if you guy. have your own plumbing company, you're basically killing it. Oh yeah, especially in the well. summer. Yeah, what what does it take? Two years to go to plumbing school? I don't actually know. I haven't done as much research on plumbing school as you'd think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve uh, is a very successful actor. You guys, I don't know about that. Well, you've been on TV a lot. You've yeah. managed to get on shows that stay on the air, which is pretty rare. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, well, how long did Reba go? Six years. That's long. That's as long as the Fresh Prince. That's like that's a rarity. It is a rarity. And then Shameless is now going to four. Going to four. So and, have and you ever been on a show like successful? Not even just like yeah on ABC. Not Family like limping like, along. Well, yeah. how long has that show been on? It's like you knew what the show was. And you get recognized for Reba a lot. A lot. That yeah. had like an a imprint on America. Yeah. And it's like still on all the time. Yeah. It's weird, though, because people are really disappointed because I'm a lot older. 
Right. And it was in my 20s. Yeah. My early 20s. Yeah. So people are like. They just think you're an alcoholic. Ban? Yeah. They're like, bummed. Yeah. Why do you look like an old Russian woman? Yeah. <laughs> and you, I mean, what you've told me about Reba is that she's like the best. Yeah. She's a super hanger. Like powerful human. Yeah. I only was around her once and you could like sense her ability. Like you could feel her power. Well, can you dif- explain th- superhuman? There's only <laughs> like what is, what is one sh- thing sweeter than her voice and that's her soul. Oh, okay. <laughs> You kind of just explained everything. I don't even yeah. need any more. Uh, like, okay. she was unbelievably nice to me when the one time I met her. But okay. I could tell, like, this is not a lady you mess with. So it was like, oh, you're using your power for good. Okay. Like, made you feel welcome. But, like, for no reason. Like, I met her. You guys were, do- for some reason, doing aerobics on set. They had, like, a trainer that was coming. So, like, after you were done rehearsing that day, you and, and Reba and, your, and Joanna, your co-star, were all doing, and like. Melissa. And Melissa were all, like, doing aggressive aerobics. Mm-hmm. And I was just standing there while you guys exercised, which is pretty awkward. And like Reba was so nice to me. And you, but you could tell she's just like a powerful lady that does not mess around. I think she was aware of her power and influence. And she knew that if she acted the fool, if she acted bitchy, if she was rude, if she mm-hmm. was mean, it would infect and influence all these different people that work for her. So, she had a tremendous amount of responsibility and she lived up to it. So she was, even when you could tell she didn't want to be in good spirits or up or have a good attitude, she was. And that's that, that was the biggest thing that I took from it is that when you're the number one, you, aff- you affect everybody. It all trickles down. It all yeah. trickles down. And, and it was it was actually... Well, because you look at that person, you're like, okay, if that person's not in a bad mood, they're here longer as long as anybody. Yeah. I don't get to be in a bad mood. I'm barely here. She just set like a precedent. Yeah. Like I, I once worked on that TV show NCIS and Mark Harmon was like the nicest dude. I made a joke about him throwing a tantrum at lunch and everyone was like, oh no, not him. Like he's too, he's so nice that everyone around him like... You, everyone was just in a good mood. Is it that like that so many people are not like that in entertainment that like it I stands like it's, out when you are? I don't They're think like, necessarily most people he's like a come good a, guy. You're I like, feel like really? there's less problem people out there than you think. You just hear about the problem people so much. more of a story because, you know, they're getting paid okay. so much money that when someone's a dick, everyone's like, you know, what the fuck's their problem? Because they're, they're kind of getting rich. Yeah. But uh, most people I've rarely been on anything where there was someone who was a total disaster that's what it seems like it's it seems like most people are reasonable and then mm-hmm. when you if if say there comes a day where you just like it's stress you, yeah because it's still a, it's a job and like you it's have a lot of long days. hours and so yeah, i can usually if someone snaps i can usually relate to why you're like yeah well they were freaked out they hadn't slept in days yeah. you know like because those hours are crazy and if you're oh, yeah. the star of a show like they're they're not giving you a lot of sleep. You don't get to eat and you have to be there a long time and then yeah. you have to perform and then you go online and read comments about how you're ugly. Like it can be kind of stressful yeah. on people. So when like when someone's freaking out, it's usually an okay reason. But why do you think that the you know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil and then that's the better story than somebody who's like famous and successful and rich and they're cool, but no one talks about that. I don't know. Why why do we obsess over the negativity? I think because being famous is already like a wow situation that it's like, whoa, look at this guy. He's like, yeah, also he's amazing. I, and you want to, you want to find a hole. You know, also, if in you're the pointing, armor. if you're pointing out something that's negative or someone being a dick, you're basically saying, I recognize shitty behavior and I'm not like that. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't think it was shitty. 
You're like you're basically like I'm I'm the I'm a good person because I know that's bad. So you're pointing it out as like I'm better than that. Like aren't we all better than that? By that yeah. person did this bad thing. It makes you look better by being able to recognize someone being a dickhead <laughs> and point it out. But in that in that you're lo- a dickhead. In that logic, you're actually not because you're talking about it. Yeah, as opposed to just like trying to fix it. Yeah, yeah, the like bottom a, line is just, it is just more fun to gossip. Like, there's no, like, yeah, there's no, hey, did you hear so and so is married and has like two kids and lives a quiet <laughs> yeah. life? No yeah. fucking way. Did you hear Karen's yeah. super hey. happy? He gardens on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, like, they're the, like no really well there. adjusted and they hug yeah. all the time. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've tried, I try not to gossip anymore. It's really, really hard because I was the worst. Uh-huh. Like, I was like the worst. I've said that there was like a, I was like a like a turn of the century southern woman who just like n- was never married and sits around and is like, well, I heard Mrs. Devereaux has a little something on the side. Like that was me. Yeah. That's like my inner monologue all the time. Just like a shitty. All I want to do is like nitpick and point out garbage. And it took me so it, it's I have to like fight the urge because when I get around people that want to do it. It's like this like delicious feeling where I'm like, oh, really? We're about to talk some things like I love like it makes me feel it's like fun. You know, it, that's what it is. It's like it's empty calories. It's, yeah, it's fun. And at the end, you realize like what a fucking waste of time. Well, also, it's like if I you realize... watch the marathon of of some shitty reality show. Yeah. At first, you're like, this is so stupid. And then four hours in, you're like, yeah. And then after the fifth hour, you're like, I killed this <laughs> whole day. Yeah. Watching gossip. Well, also, and then you realize when you try to talk to someone who's not like that about, like, oh my god, did you see it was on Jersey Housewives, and they're like, what the hell are you yeah. saying, moron? Yeah, like I. You're saw like, no, no, no. Did you, did you see? Like this is what you're like. Ew, yeah. man. They're like, I know not to watch that. Well, also, I realized when I would be like that, like, I would engage in a bunch of shitty gossip. I then had to worry about that because it's like, okay, if that person's willing to talk shit about oh, that yeah. person, now I got to worry about what they're gonna say about me. Yeah. To everyone else in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Kevin told me this. And I'm like, oh, no. I didn't. I didn't even know if that's true. Yeah. I mean, I loved an unconfirmed rumor. <laughs> like, as long as someone said it, yeah. I'd pass it on immediately. Yeah. Oh, this happened. Like, what? Yeah, the moon landing was fake, I heard. Like, all right. Do you have any evidence at all? Yeah. Well, let's not do that. Why don't you guys ask no, 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 me no, no. some I really heard. No, 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 no. I heard. What do you want? You want some personal questions? Yeah, ask me some something really personal, and I will be completely honest with you. I'm, <laughs> and I'm not joking. I, I swear, it's my birthday. I'm going to be completely How honest. How many times have you jerked off in your trailer? That's a good one. How yeah. many times? Like, do you feel like it's something you do on the reg when you're working? Yeah. Do you have? Because you don't shoot on a studio lot. You shoot in tra- so you're on location. A I, lot. I shoot at Warner Brothers. We have our or have our you have trailers. A room or your trailers. Our trailers, our right. star wagons that are outside right. of stage 21, I believe. Uh-huh. And I definitely jerk off to my cast. To your cast? To yeah. the cast. So you visualize possibly making sex with the, the women in your cast. It's not that I do it. It's just that there's we do so much sexual stuff on the show that I get it out of That's me. an Okay, you do a lot of... You've had to do legit sex scenes. Yeah, your opening scene on your show, you were completely naked. Full frontal nudity. Full frontal. They saw all of it. Yeah. Now, how? Okay, when? How do you sort of walk the line of like keeping it sexy and not like feeling like you have to go home and confess something to your wife, or is it just like that's like this is what our work is, this is what we have to do? Don't because as, it. as long as I don't, you know, touch them and penetrate them, right? 
<laughs> but that a, stuff happens a, accidentally on a personal basis. I don't. What do you th- mean accident? Don't, aren't you wearing like some kind of? It, d- it dep- I mean, I've heard no. Those weird I little forget the name of socks. The, yeah, I forget the name of the actress. It's an actress who basically had to yell cut. She yelled cut in a film. She was like, he's inside me. Like it was. And Cindy uh, Crawford told a story about. Is this rumor? Is this. No, Cindy Crawford the, told this story on like Letterman. She I mean, just you'd have to be a little wet for him to be inside you. I mean, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. It was you like Stephen Baldwin. What was a dark haired Billy Baldwin? The really good looking one. He did a movie with Cindy Crawford oh, where at some point they no. have a sex scene. Oh, they have a sex scene on a freight train. And I she, think I remember. And she movie. was like, you know, you know, so you get the wrong angle and something happens. And you're like, so basically you just admitted to having an accidental. That sex scene was sort of real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I listen. I've had to kiss girls. I've never gotten aroused during it. It's not my fault. Yeah. That William H. Macy is sexy. He's in really good I shape. Jack off to his face. <laughs> yeah. On the regular. That dude's like, he's one of those like secretly ripped dudes. He's very ripped. Is he really? Steve yeah. Buscemi too is like quietly jacked. Yeah. Wow. Nice and that, it's like that guy that was on Scrubs, the redheaded guy who played like the mean doctor. He's like humongous. Oh, yeah. He's in office space. Okay, yeah. Like, John um, C. McGinley. McGinley. Yeah, McGinley. He's like, hum- he's jacked. He's a weird looking dude. Yeah. But like, can he's like a big body. He's like ripped. Great up. actor though, scary actor. actor. Yeah, been all kinds of stuff. And seven, we got a box. Yeah, Is we he got the one a who box. Finds the box. He was the helicopter guy, cop. That's cool. We got a box. Wait, what's in the box? He's probably been a cop so many times. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, so you do the. I mean, I feel uh, like bring it. Like every time I had to kiss a girl recently and like the other girl was like, did you get did you get a boner? Like that was like a weird because on the show I worked on, mm. there were sex scenes like constantly. And I think they all were like, did you did you get a boner with them? Like that's some weird question. And I was like, no, because there's like all these dudes yeah, watching too many people around. There's I had to do a everywhere. scene where there was a girl in her underpants on top of me in a hospital bed. Yeah. Right. And, like, she was a very attractive lady. Uh-huh. And I had to, like, put my hands on her waist. Like, uh-huh. I'm close enough to her butt. And, like, nothing happened. Because, I mean, we're covered in fake blood. Ooh. And, like, there was, like, a, you know, there's, like, a huge, humongous, like, ponytail grip next to me. Yeah. But, like, he's, I don't know, I was, like, being watched. Yeah. I re- It's what you realize, like, oh, I could never do porn. Yeah. Right. Because I can't make this happen in front of other people. You ever fuck in the Red Sea, Kevin? What's that even mean? No, gross, dude. Fuck in the Red Oh, like Come a girl on, on her period? Yeah. Second. Yeah, who has it? You can you swim in the Red Sea. I don't know if I have. I you think just I don't drink the water. That's Dude, where do you get these sayings? Tell me you don't make them up. <sighs> oh. Like, I, what's grosser they is... They call them Red Wings? Yeah, that Red, red Wings. What's yes. way grosser is the person that told you these sayings. Oh. Like your brother? No, no, no. I don't know where I got On this set, from. gross guys? Yeah, you know. This is like your motorcycle friends? No, no, no. I think I don't know. I think maybe I got that Red Sea bit from like Robin Williams or something. I wonder who he got it from. Uh, Someone <laughs> else. Clearly. <laughs> How many motorcycles do you have? I have uh, one Harley Davidson and one Yamaha dirt bike. And that's like your thing now. It's your hobby. interested in that. Yeah. It's really fun. It's Are you going to get a motorcycle, Nick? It's a lot I mean, of fun. When I, can, when I can get one. You have the hairline I will for it, one. and your, your hair is jet black. Wouldn't I be wearing a helmet, though? Doesn't, no, but then you take it off. Yeah. You take it off in front of chicks. That's when that's when I grow my hair long like Steve. So I, I take no, my motorcycle off. No, but either. You, you either have pompadour or, or a ponytail like Steve. There's only two looks that are available. Because the pompadour you can do with a helmet. Cause, yeah. You know, but Nick's a tall guy, and so there's only a certain amount of bikes that he can ride. What kind? Oh, is that a thing? 
Well, the thing is, though, is that with tall guys, you know, you don't really want one of those small bikes because they hurt. Because you, oh. you could sportsters like you're your too knees, hunched over. Your knees you're are in a crouch. Be up your ear. Cafe racers, you're leaning over. Yeah. Like the crotch rockets, the street. Oh bikes. yeah, I wouldn't want one of those. I'd want like a Harley Indian, some like American. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <bike>. <laughs> what is wrong Balls. with us? I don't know. Why are we buying the accessories for a life we've never lived? Um. What did George Carlin say? Um, Lots of stuff, really. Buying, yeah. buying, uh, having no money, buying things with no money that you don't need. Buying things with money you don't. You know. really picked a, yeah. a hot George Carlin quote. <laughs> yeah, you had fifty years of comedy to go. I with think that one's on his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> his fault. Don't Who's blame fault me. Is it Fuck. really? <laughs> um, so I went ra- from not like going like motorcycles are they're dumb. It's crazy. You're an idiot if you get one. Right. Only douchebags ride them. Right. To eventually like, you know what? They're kind of cool. Yeah. I can see escaping for a weekend and just like on yeah. the open road. It's awesome. Well, it's yeah. so simple and singular. Like I go to this road, I ride it on a motorcycle yeah. and that's literally it. Yeah. You just ride around. But here's also the thing. We, Macy, William H. Macy, Justin Chatwin, myself, mm-hmm. the other two guys from Shameless, we rode from William H. Macy's house in Los Angeles, uh-huh. all the way. What's his to address? Say it. His his house in Aspen, Colorado. What's the address there? What's the, yeah, Aspen. Okay. It took. Um, <laughs> There's only eight houses in Aspen. That's what's so small. great about it. Yeah. it Such a good vibe. Took six days. Yikes! And it was fu- it was awesome. It was really cool. Okay, now let me ask you this: riding yeah. on a bike like that, that yeah. level of vibrations in your butt region, how does it, it affect not, your dumps? It's not vibrating. It's not smooth. Here's the other thing: is like when you're you know, flying down the road and you're seeing this, it's going to get weird. Beautiful landscape of the United States. Get your motor out. <laughs> you want, no, you want me to sing that song? They're, they're it's, it's true that there, you have to be on it, especially when you're right in the city. You're, you're, you have to be so aware of what's going on. How little can you pay attention when you're like in the middle Not of nowhere? Cause I don't you can never relax. That's what sort of doesn't appeal relax. to me. No, but when you get off, it's like a drug. It's like you're done. You can now move on and like, you know, it's, it feels so good. To not be having to pay attention. Yeah. But if you're on like a long open road, you can kind of relax, right? I could headbutt someone to death because I ride a motorcycle. What's that even I mean? I don't even know what that, that means. That seems like a stretch. I am scared, that though. seems like a leap in logic no, from one no, to the that other. Means, that means that I can handle any situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, I just thought that meant you have a really dense skull area. No, no, well, that too. You could no. headbutt someone to death before you rode a motorcycle because you have a huge forehead. I thought, yeah. yeah, it's because like, you have the helmet on or something. No, 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 but no. your brow ridge is really thick for a man. Yeah. It's a, it's Cro Magnum. Yeah, you definitely descended from an original line of humans. Neanderthal. Yeah. Neanderthal. <laughs> you feel like riding a motorcycle makes you can handle any situation. Because yeah, because. All right, you walk into the UN. Yeah. And the Ethiopian delegates like we don't have a translator. Yeah. You feel like that's something you could tackle because of your time spent on a Harley. I could, I well, maybe not. You've learned Swahili. I, I maybe not, you know, uh, translate perfectly, but <laughs> I, but you'd be able to tell his energy. No, 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 but I will be. I would go and try it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would not be afraid of it. I wouldn't be like, oh no. You so know. riding a motorcycle eliminates fear. It, it, it kind of. Okay. Yeah, because it is. Get, a how scary... many no fear T-shirts do you have? <laughs> do you feel like you have a lot of them? No. Have you ever owned any? No, I've never owned any of them. Okay. No, t-shirt, t-shirt. 
t-shirts. Have Why you ever not? ridden a motorcycle, Kevin? Yeah. When I was younger, my I we go ride dirt bikes in the desert. Okay. So I rode dirt bikes, but that's sort of that's very different. Yeah. I but I liked it a lot. Should do podcast on bikes. No. I should one specifically about motorcycles. No, no, no. no. While, while you're riding. Oh, on a bike. Because they have those helmets now with the mics oh. and. Uh, in the earphones. I feel like that'd be a really repetitive podcast. Really, so beautiful. It would be weird. feel the breeze. Also, we'd only have like six guests. Yeah, like not that many people ride bikes. This road's bumpy, huh? Yeah. You yeah. This road's smoother. You want to do our podcast? Go get a motorcycle. Yeah. I got a piss. To ride it. Can we get off? I'm hungry. Are you hungry too? Yeah, I'm hungry. I feel like that would be the general vibe of that particular yeah. podcast. Yeah. There, on, there, on, watch out on your left. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, truck. Where did you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> Should we stop here or Barstow? Yeah. Let us talk about Barstow. Are you going to go to like Sturgis? Is that going to be a thing? No, that's too far. Where do you go? Where are you going to like go? North Dakota. Or How long are you going to stick to this life? Is this it? I have the bike. Yeah, but like, is this going to be the rest of your life? It can be. Uh, I'm not saying that in a negative way, but like, is this it? Did like you find you're the you're thing? You're now a motorcycle guy. Are you going to be motorcycle guy forever? Well, there's there's really like you're going to let that goatee turn gray, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I got a gray hair right here. Oh yeah, buddy. Can you see it? I got a few on my head on the side. Well, yeah, it's happening. It's weird. I'm only 31. What well, does that mean? 31. So yeah. you were. So wait a minute. So you I went like to two here, maybe one there. Well, it means you're dying. Yeah. So you graduated in uh, 2000? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Nick didn't technically graduate CB. Oh, he didn't? I got kicked out, and I went to a continuation school. CT up in this bitch. Yeah. What did you do to get kicked out? I just got suspended a lot and, like, was... For what? Yelling at teachers. And really? Like you were ditch- yelling? Ditching school. What yeah, you I was at? a punk-ass kid. Were you, a, were you a smart student? <laughs> yeah. I was always, like, a, I always knew what was going on and, like... Nothing was ever lost on me. I just didn't want to do yeah. what I was supposed to do. Right. That's I was like the only senior. If my teachers were like, Nick, we're, you you can ditch school. Go. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm staying. It would just be the opposite <laughs> of what just you were. You were just a classic suburban yeah. little shithead. Yeah. Yeah. It was just the malaise I was talking of about suburban this. youth. I was talking about this in therapy yesterday that I just don't like being told what to do, even if it's good for me. Yeah. That I'm just like a I'm like a little bitchy. Do you have a problem punk. with authority? I don't know why I would. Nothing happened to where I should. There's no like source to where I'm like, well, yeah, that's why I have a pro- such a problem with authority. I've never I've never been like oppressed on any level. I just don't like I when you tell me what you do, I'm like, oh, you want to see what's going to happen now? The opposite. Did you yeah. listen to NWA when you were younger? I mean, I that's don't why <laughs> I don't think that's why I don't think that had anything to do with it. Yeah, I had a really bad problem with it i just would if you told me what to do i was gonna go in such the opposite direction until i hit a wall like there was you're gonna suspend me yeah, like what's the point your parents were nice-ish right i mean yeah they were fine yeah like what's our problem i don't i i don't know i i think a lot of it, it's like where we grew up since it was like we like i said sort of safe or it was safe and just like yeah. you almost had nothing to rebel against really yeah. everyone was kind of nice-ish no, no, no meaner or than any other place. So you kind of just like f- had to fake rebel at anything because you just wanted to feel rebellious. So it was fake, but like you just wanted to feel like you were part of that thing. So you're just like, it, go to go. Can you grab me that eraser? No. Like yeah. why not? I think yeah. I mean it's as real as like your world 
at that point goes, which is as far as school. I definitely had, I bought a T-shirt on Melrose that said Question Authority, and I wore it to That's high school. Funny. And I thought I, I was basically reinventing the wheel. Yeah. I was reinventing Rebellion with my T-shirt that said Question Authority. And I, I think I it was... I had a Spanish teacher that I like, didn't want to do something. She was like, are you questioning authority, Kevin? Yeah. And I was like, oh, time to stop wearing that T-shirt. Right. I feel real dumb. Yeah, I think it was just being like your your social circles and stuff were the only thing that would oppress you. It's like being bullied or not being popular. And like it was just an answer to that now, kind of thing. Now, if as an adult, if there's something I don't like, I just leave. Like but that's yeah, just like, oh, you just not. You have the options as an adult now. Then it's like you had to report to school every day. Those were your friends. Those were your classmates. And like. If you just didn't feel like you belonged in any way and weren't accepted there's on no any level, you're like, I will be – there's an answer to that, and it's to oppose what there's you no are. There's no way high school can exist in the same way in 100 years. Like, how is that even fucking possible? How is it – like, it seems to be not as terribly effective system. There's no way in 100 years we'll have the same high school type It's system. already collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> The Texas has changed the uh, the. Uh, but the I mean, I'm just. It'd be funny if you didn't finish that statement and just rode off on a motorcycle. It's already collapsing. But it's collapsing. Yeah. He's gone. I didn't even know the bike was here. My then he started a clothing <laughs> label called "It's Already Collapsing." Exhaust yeah. doesn't even sound like that. What is it? It's is way it? deeper. Wait, you have a really deep exhaust. You have the Barry White of exhaust sounds. Loud pipes save lives. Uh, is that a saying? Just the louder your bike, no one will hit you. Yeah, they you know. Yeah. I mean, I almost get hit by a Prius all the time. It's not a little dick thing. It's like literally, it's loud. Okay, so wait, stop. It's all a little dick thing. Is it? Yeah, everything we're doing. Any look, the only reason there are buildings above two stories higher because of dick sizes. Also, the urban landscape kind of no, this <laughs> huge. No, no, no. It's every. It, the only reason there are walls is because of men and their dicks. If we if there is a unified dick size. We'd all be in like wonderful grass huts, just eating like papayas. Would not there would there be like no popular? There'd be like no systems. It's all just competition over sex. I really do think that. I know, but it changes. But be wouldn't something else take the place of dick size? Like I have bigger muscles. I have the, like we ah. all the same dick. Then it would be like who's taller? It's all. I mean, butthole but circumference. <laughs> this is like that Sneetch's Dr. Seuss thing. You get stars on the bellies, and then you want two, and then the cool people have two, so the people take them off. I d I know I don't I think I think it's all dicks. D it's all that. There's nothing to the the joy and freedom of riding a uh, powerful machine. Between I think your legs. that takes hold between your legs. You just finished the sentence by reinforcing my concept. Between your legs. What about like the big the big cars? Like people that ride like lifted trucks or dick giant size. SUVs. Dicks. That's your dick. That's a dick thing. That's too. a dick thing too. So wha what does it say if you drive like you have a station wagon? Uh, that's a reverse dick thing. It's like I don't have to like that's so okay. You're, you're saying you're I'm my like, dick is so huge, not even huge, but I'm like <laughs> I don't I'm not even a part of that thing, you guys. I'm not part of this like cliche behavior. You're not a part of the dick competition. Yeah, I'm all about like cerebral shit. That's why I have this like car that's only utilitarian. But there, you know, to a degree that to some with some people, I'm not saying you. Same exact thing. Same fucking thing. Totally. There's the big dick. I fucking have like yeah. seven Harleys, bro. Totally. And then there's the guy that's like. Like, look, I drive a Chevy Volt. No, I oh, I right? and there's always a book in my passenger. The only seat. way I can even recognize a behavior is when I have it myself. Right, right, yeah. Like I don't even know it's there until I'm do. I'm, I, I, I am that 
I have the exact same yeah. problem. I just okay. manifest so in a different way. So what about the guys with big giant dicks that yeah. still ride Harleys? They're just giving you a twofer. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you think I'm cool on this bike? Wait till you see my other hog. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so well that but also that but no, but a lot of stuff we get tricked. Out the theory, no, but then. a lot of stuff is you're tricked. It's been ingrained for so long. It's been a part of our society for so long that these things are cool and it's not about dicks. It's just cool. You get to like the fourth generation of people buying bikes and a lot of it's like, oh, my dad had a Harley. Like a lot of that stuff is other things. But it, I, you're almost like tricked into the reason why you're doing that. Yeah, certain people you can just tell you're like, okay, you're compensating. There's a reason you have that bike. Other people, you're like, you come from a biker culture. Yeah. Like you grew up in Fresno or some yeah. shit. But know? it's also just that's the cool thing. Every where, where you come from, there's like, what's the cool thing from where you came from? Yeah. I always feel kind of bad or not bad, but think like living in Los Angeles or growing up here, you get kind of cheated because there's no like local cool thing. The cool thing is like the every cool thing. It's like mass media cool thing. But um, I would say cars. Yeah, LA is like low the car riders? culture is for real here. Yeah, but I couldn't have lowriders. I'm white. Yeah, but but was he? Let's go back to this bike thing though. I I'm confused about the making fun of something that you don't do. Is that why you make fun of something because you don't do it? I've I've actually thought about this recently where I shouldn't make fun of anything I haven't done because well, like I realized this like I the other day I saw like a dude who was like ripped right. Like huge muscular guy, and like right. in the past, you'd be like, "This dude, look at an idiot." And yeah. it's like that guy. It takes. It's so hard to get that ripped. Yeah, like that shit it's takes forever. He's really healthy. Yeah, he's done more exercise than I've done anything. Yeah. So I'm like, man, good job. He weighs his food. It's like it's <laughs> like built. He's like build built a, a small business that I don't necessarily patron, but I'm like, dude, you built your own business. That's cool. Yeah. So like I I really like I love any kind of subculture. I find it interesting, but all of it and everything you do is is. I think you, you want some kind of attention for it. There are very few things people do in a vacuum and like, like it's like, okay, I make drawings all the time and then I, but I put them on Instagram. I don't just make them and put them in a drawer because I want people to see them and be like, that's cool. I feel like the, the times you make fun of that stuff is when you don't, when you look at it and it doesn't seem authentic. Yeah. That's when you mock it. Like, you know, some dude gets out of a giant truck with like snakeskin boots and a cowboy hat and you're like, whoa, where are you from? And he's like, Brentwood. You know, yeah. like, it doesn't seem real. People are super horny for things being authentic, which I'm not... Sh I've been trying to think about this a lot. Like, I'm not sure why. Because like, you you and I talked about this. Like, this, the kind of clothes we wear. Like, it's this sort of, like, you want this, like, manly authenticity. Like, you want to look useful, and the clothes we buy are utilitarian. What's authentic? That's all that... That's, that's like, 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 it's like... Truth is no, but like your perspective. It's, I'm talking about, like, tried and true. Like, you and I wear Red Wings. That's an old American brand, and it's, like, sturdy and stood the test of time. Uh -huh. And it's like, you and I don't work. Like, we don't have construction jobs. We don't uh -huh. woodwork. Like, maybe you wear them because they're good for a, riding a motorcycle because your feet could get burned. I don't know what the reason, <laughs> rationale is. They seem to be popular amongst dudes that ride motorcycles. Yeah. But, like, why do I wear them? I wear them because they make me, like, a half inch taller. Yeah. And, like, and I think they look awesome. make you look cool yeah. and, like, that you're, like, a, a, like, a strong dude. But, like, I'm none of those things. I can't, like, fix your door or, like, f you know, repair your engine. It's all just, like, a look. But like I like the look of that. I like the persona that goes with well, that look. This is interesting. Now that we're actually getting into some shit that I actually want to talk about. Happy birthday. It is <laughs> okay. It, you, authenticity. Because yeah. recently there, I've been doing a lot of self 
exploration. Right. And like, who the fuck am I? Right. Am I, am, Looking am, inward. Am I an actor? Right. Am I a father? Am I a husband? Yes. I'm all those things. Am right. I a man? What makes me a man? Right. Right. Riding the Harley, wearing red wings. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make me a man? Or my, do my actions make me a man? What makes me a man? What is authenticity? I what does know. that mean? The question of what makes a man a man I, is very difficult for there me. Was I just, a, yeah. A lot of them are accessories to manhood. Yeah. Clothing, motorcycles. That kind a of man to me is like the dude that can handle things. Yeah. Doesn't get freaked out. He's the calm one. In a yeah. situation when everyone's freaking out, he's like, calm down, everybody. This is what we do. Yeah. The plane's crashing, and he's like, I can pilot this. Yeah. He's like, the dude who starts man. pulling. When the plane land, when the plane crashes, he's the one pulling people out and not just screaming, help me. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's hard. I feel. I mean, I feel like specifically, I my I a lot of the stuff I would have learned from my dad. I'm not gonna learn. He's dead. Right. So like, I don't know. I there's, don't know. There's also the difference between like, wh- what a man like is in the old school, our dad's definition. Yeah. And like the modern man. Yeah. I mean, it's we're a, in the in in between because we were raised by that old school. You know, um, what do you call it? The baby boomer generation. Yeah. Like, what manhood was then is so different. But they raised us, and we're growing up like. Yeah, but that baby we're pursuing boomer, arts. That yeah, baby, you know, that baby boomer generation—they were raised by what, what a real man was. They were raised they, by World War II they, veterans. They went through the depression. Yeah, and then those baby boomers are a bunch of pussies. Not all yeah. compared Generally to speaking, their, not yeah. compared to us. Well, their compared parents, to their dad, yeah. their, their parents dads. tried to save them from what they had to go through. Yeah. So it was about like financial success. That's why the baby boomers are given the rap of being really greedy. Cause it's like all about you and like getting wealth and stuff. It's cause Toys. my grandparents remembered the, 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 the depression where yeah. he didn't get anything. And it was all like, you know, for the good of country and all this stuff. So the baby boomers were kind of like a rebuttal to that. It was all about like, self and that's why you see these guys he who dies with the most toys wins yeah and they they hang on like way longer they're they're still trying to get attention in their 60s and 70s and stuff like that whereas like that's not what you did when you're in the 50s it's like you were done you you retired and you kind of like receded into just quiet life and the next generation took over it's yeah baby boomers do not want to get off the stage they just don't they can't handle it like you see them they, they they're just they're they want to be they still want that attention and stuff like that and we're the product of them so like that our generation needs more attention and validation than anything the so world's what ever we learned seen. from them you're saying is attention yeah. yeah attention i mean you no one does anything without it being filmed you people document every step of their life now yeah it's like no one you th- you think a bunch of 15 year old kids are we're mad literally about saying this into a podcast yeah that's we're just going to be recorded we have to document for, yeah. our conversations <laughs> like you think a 15 year old's pissed about the nsa like they post everything online oh yeah every moment of their lives they don't have any concept of privacy no why then they don't care yeah. it drives me nuts that that's what it's because you know how many conversations you've had where you say something and someone goes you should tweet that or like yeah let's yeah. do a podcast on that yeah it's like anything valuable has to be given to other people yeah whereas like the the thing's gone it's like why can't we just enjoy this together as like a moment and we yeah. had fun and we don't have to like regurgitate it or like dude that you know you should turn that into a show like no i shouldn't what happens is yeah like no one lives an actual life in order to make whatever you record interesting yeah. it's like let's just all sit still and do nothing yeah until we record this video or podcast or whatever i try i mean and steve knows this because we hang out all the time and i talk about this stuff a lot now whereas i don't want to do a lot of stuff like I don't want to do I don't want to like I don't want to make shows or like I don't want to do a lot of stuff stuff that's similar to TV and when people tell me like oh you should do this I'm like no I shouldn't I don't like because why even do that stuff 
What, I'm what, not interested in doing specifically. What's I don't know. I'm not interested in like do. What, I said this the other day. I was like, isn't it sort of lame to do like TV comedy at this point? Like, what are you joking <laughs> about? Like, it seems like ah, it seems sort of silly. I thought you meant like web series and like all the, that. Yeah, or anything that everyone we know tries to do. Because I feel we, like everyone we know is trying to do it. They're all very good at it. They're all very smart and funny. So why am I going to put myself in that lo- very large pool? So like, I don't know what I'm not even saying. Are you wh- saying it's redundant? It is a little redundant, and it's not to say that it's not can't be done well. But I don't know that I'll do it better than those people. I don't, and I don't even have a thing that I've figured out that I should do instead. But it's like, well, I don't know if I want to do, do that have, stuff. Do you have any kind of idea? Nah, and I'm not like worried about figuring it out necessarily. I like the things I do. I like being an actor, and I like doing stand up. So like, I don't until I figure out the perfect thing to do. What do you think the weirdest thing you could do in the in the, in this industry? Quit. <laughs> because everyone actually that's not that weird that's so common it's common but it's also like the it's the thing because everyone's constantly just begging for more yeah it's all just like give me more give me more it's like the people that are like sort of powerful are the ones that like will just leave for periods of time like i we he, steve and i talk about jeff bridges all the time like yeah. there's a story where like his agent couldn't get in touch with him for like two months because he was like and they he's interviewing him he was on like 60 minutes or something and they're like yeah you just you so you just like tap out for like two minutes he goes yeah sometimes you gotta just go in the woods and talk to trees and i was like fuck yeah dude <laughs> yeah bring it man i'm all about whereas that. that's like, whereas like if you told your representation like i'm gonna take a few months off they would no matter what time of year it was they'd freak out yeah you You're know what jeff bridges out. is a fucking man he's a man he's a man, he's a, he's a man and he also he has like enough he's like i'm successful yeah it's that's that's what like I've realized I'm not as as concerned with like chasing money, which I think is pretty weird for yeah. the industry. It's like I don't know. As long as I have enough to like not be poor. Oh, that's yeah. That's what I, I'm I'm chasing the like comfort to just kind of like I can do that or not. Yeah. And just kind of not worry, not like, live in a I, flea infested apartment. I don't turn down. <laughs> no one offers me. I don't get like offered jobs, but yeah. like I'll turn down like auditions for things. That's a new yeah. concept in my life. That's gonna feel great. It just doesn't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't like, oh, I don't want to go to this. Yeah. I you know? did, I got in trouble with my agent because I turned I've turned down a lot of uh auditions. You also turned down tons of stuff. I this is very new for me. Stuff. Yeah. But I've made so much shit yeah. in the past that I don't I can't anymore. It's, it's not it, even I mean it I hurts was just, my soul. I feel like I was the dude that would do anything that was asked of me for like a decade and it didn't make me like super happy. Mm-hmm. So I uh, let me just try the other thing for a while and see what happens. Just as an interesting, just as like, uh, let me try it a little different. I don't know. What so do you, What do you think? I'm sorry to cut you off, sorry. but this is this don't is apologize to him. What <laughs> do you think? I'm a man, damn it. <laughs> that you're going to, if you could, if you could s- talk to yourself, mm, I do, and ask time. yourself a question. Ten years from now, what would it be? I'm uh, really curious to see if I'm right about what I'm doing. Like I talked about this with my therapist. I was like, I don't really have a plan right now. I have no plan. I have no like five year plan or this is my goal. So I'm just kind of like doing what I want. Most of the time I'm trying to be a good, I'm trying to be a good person and do what I feel like doing most of the time and not, and be happy. And that's it. And I'm curious to see if that works out or if I'm going to wake up in like 15 years of 15 and be like, Oh, I have no retirement. And I'm going to die like penniless. Like, I'm curious to see what happens. Mine is similar. Mine would be, Nick, why did you kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, hopefully in 10 years, what would I ask myself today? If you could see yourself 10 years from now, and what would you ask yourself? 
What would you ask yourself? Was uh, that my future self? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, why didn't you stop me from doing that? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know, man. That's a good question. Because that's the thing. I think about it all the time. Like, am I doing it? It feels like I'm doing the right thing, but am I? I don't I, know. I probably man. ask myself, like, what, wherever I am, like, was it as hard as you thought it would be? Yeah. I don't know. I always, I mean, everything, I, I feel like everything's harder than you think it's going to be. Yeah. But In then after ways. a while, you're like, oh, I got through it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah, I want to, I want to like be right. I just want to be right about what I'm doing. But I also know that I'm like a little lazy. I don't care about being right. I just want to do what I feel is right. I don't care about like, cause what, what's, what, impl what's implied in that is like, I want to be right. Is like, you have these ideas from the past that like, this yeah. is where I need but to be. And that's what I want to do. Now. Not really because Feeling you you're right versus being right. I you mean, right is pretty subjective if you think about but it. But it also right? evolves over time. It's like yeah. what, what you thought you were going to end up being like sticking to those ideas. Like I need to be, in this place by age 30 or yeah, 35. That's, that stuff is all bullshit. Yeah. Cause it, it like within that, knowing that, you know, your ideas of what you want to be will change. It's, it's little admissions I mean, of, I was wrong about that. That's not necessarily the way it is. It sounds negative, but everything I thought when I was like young, like 20, everything I thought about, like the ideas of being on TV and stuff, I would, everything that happened that I wanted to happen, it never felt as good as I wanted it. Yeah. Not even close. I thought the idea of being on TV was so amazing that yeah. it would never happen to me. Yeah. And then when it did, I was like, that wasn't really. Yeah. Not that I've had like any huge TV. Well, I've realized that like every, even when like people, even will get, people could get on my case about not being excited enough when I get a job. Yeah. And because in my head, I'm like, oh no, now it gets like harder. Yeah. I have to go try to be good and that's harder than getting the job. And then you have to like maintain the goodness and then you have to be different. And like that to me is like, it never gets any easier. So it's not that I'm like excited. I am, but like as soon I'll be like, let myself be excited for like a few minutes. And then it's like, yeah. all right, let's start thinking about how to do the next thing. Right. Yeah. The next more impossible thing. But th yeah. that, that's what's so interesting is like the, your imagination of something is so much more so much more than what reality is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, being in this business and meeting famous actors and actresses that I've loved. Yeah. And then you're like, you think what they are. And they're like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. And then I've met them. And I'm, it's such a letdown. Because in reality, they're like, oh, you're just another person. Yeah, you're like another regular dude. I almost dude. think that you can apply that to just normal life. It's people have all these ideas about everything. Well, this was also, in, you know, that's, a, that's very, you know, uh, you know, popular in this industry is a lot of adultery. And, you know, you there's I have acquaintances that I, I talk to and they're like, I just thought it was going to be so much better. Well, yeah, you thought it was going to be because, you know, you thought it was just going to be. That's just like a need. But that to me speaks to like a need to be happy. They thought it was going to be not so much. They thought because of facts, they just wanted it to be. It's not so much as like, I thought it was going to be so great. It's like, I hope it's so great. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. They just people want to feel happy and, and, and like experience lots of pleasure. So in your head, when you like basically daydream about how something's going to go, you're like, oh, I think it's going to be like this because that's what you want. And then when you sh when it happens, you're like, oh, it's not a, a fuck party. So what do you <laughs> so what do you do? Do you do you change your do you, how do you get into a mind space where you're not constantly depressed because everything? I think you have to. The only thing I think you have to learn to enjoy is just you have to like the process of doing stuff. You have to Moments. make you have to make 
w- how you do the thing you do fun. Otherwise, you're fucked. If you're only if you're only into the result, you're you're putting yourself at the whim of other people all the time. To like doing yeah, stand up, you're you're saying yes and no to things, not because you want to. Yeah, it's because you feel like you have to. Because you're all you're thinking about is the result. Yeah, you have to like the you have to like the period that you're doing it more than afterwards. Like when I'm done with something, it's done. I don't okay, think okay. About so it. how about this? What if you d- have you're doing something and you may not want to, mm-hmm. but you know you should. Yeah. Because in the long run, it's going to pay off and be better. Yeah. Yeah. I, could, I mean, saying? that's a part of it. Yeah. That's it. I've been wrong a million times about a thing I didn't want to do. And then it's never as bad as I thought it was going to be usually. And then after the fact, I'm like, well, I'm, that's I, I kind of good that I did that for this small reason. Usually nothing's as bad as I think it was in the same way. Nothing's as good as I think it's going to be. Nothing's also as bad. Yeah. I mean, you want to stick to your, you know, what your ideals are and what you really yeah. want to do as much as you possibly can. But you're still working within like a business. So there's like certain things that you have to do, even though you don't want to like in stand up, there's certain gigs you need to do. Just even though you, you don't want. want to certain showcases for things that you probably should do but don't really want to and then the further along i think you get the more like clout the more room you have to say no the ideal is like eventually you'll just do what you want like you'll be at the point where, like with stand-up or something i'm just going on the road i'm putting out albums and specials go on and that's too. it and then i go home and i fucking work on my goddamn motorcycle and you just you ride polish my <laughs> polish polish my axes and my hogs is this yeah, yeah. is it true in stand-up that work baguette work Work begets work. Uh, work procures work. I don't know. I don't. Stand-up's really weird. It's kind of random sometimes. I mean, think it, I. I don't know what I. It usually I. Th- I think I think uh, what creates success in stand-up is literally just a density of really good jokes. Yeah. Someone just gets really like we saw it with Kevin Hart. You see, see it now with Bill Burr. Is eventually they have too many good jokes to be ignored. Where it's like no 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 we you have to go see this guy. There's too much in his act that's worth seeing. You just become undeniable, and that's what happens basically. Like yeah. it's just a it's a density thing. Well, the I thing think. is though is I was reading this article about speaking of Kevin Hart. You know, I know that that guy is because I, I know him. He's been super ambitious mm-hmm. and going for the top of the world for so many years now. Yeah, that every day he's he's so busy, but he loads his plate up. And he's just gonna he's gonna make it. He's gonna be number one, and he's gonna go for it. And that takes work, work, work. And so this article that I read because I went and saw um, I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, this is the end. Seth Rogen yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. So it was really funny. Yeah. And I thought it was really funny. And Seth Rogen in this interview, he said, "No one works as hard as me. There's only two people work work harder than me, and that's Sasha Baron Cohen and um, um, uh, uh, the his 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 mentor." Um, his name escapes me. Right Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, and I, I go, that's pretty fucking ballsy to be like. There's only two people in this industry that works harder than me. Yeah, I really doubt that. Maybe, <laughs> but maybe, but he's saying that because he Aziz has, works really hard. He has yeah. to be working really hard. Mulaney, and I hear about Mulaney working super hard. Oh yeah, that's got to be something. Berbiglia has, has office hours for writing jokes. It's crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? He like he got Reports office to, to New York. Office. He shows up to his office. Mulaney, I heard did that too. Yeah, nine a.m. Clocks out at five. Wrote writes stand up comedy all day. I have a question about or, that. Or uh, something else, or just but office hours. I have a question about that. that. If they say 
you have to enjoy the process is giving yourself office hours. You think that's a part of the enjoyment? I think it's a relief. Forcing themselves to work. I think we realize it's like it's like the way I look at it. I can only liken it to making myself like do do anything. Like write a joke is like. You know, the, the 20 minutes before, I'm like, eh, like being whiny about it. Yeah. The five minutes after I start, I'm still being whiny. And then when I'm done, I'm like, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. It's like, you ever not feel like doing stand-up? You rarely go do it and then wish you hadn't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like that. Because yeah. you, like, you got what, If class. anything, it's the opposite. I'm like, I'm so excited about this set. And I'm yeah. like, that was the worst fucking eight-person <laughs> audience. Why did I stay? It's 1 a.m. right now. Because you got, you got what you want afterwards. Yeah. You got what you want from it. You know? So everything you don't want to do, you should do because at the end you'll be happy you did it. Now you have to figure out the right things to do and then force your things. Yeah, to if do. it's within the confines it's like of going your to the pursuit. Gym. Everyone that goes to the gym, no one likes it unless you're a weird ass. It's lifting. It's doing manual yeah. labor for no reason. But oh, I love, I love that, it. Ugh, that goes Nick, back you're to disgusting. The thing. Not, and I'll tell you why. You're and a disgusting person. See now you're ju- now you're judging. You're lying. What you're saying is lying. You're lies. You're making. What do you lies. do at the gym? Let me. I'll tell you why. Do I you love more it. get ripped or get shredded? Neither. <laughs> That's why you're judging a, a book by its cover. Is right today now. back and buys or uh, um, uh, traps and tries? I didn't really go to the gym this week. Okay. Um, but I go for um. It's more for my mental health. I could shut your. That's brain why down. I love it. Okay. No, it like I I I can go somewhere for sixty to ninety minutes and focus on just like feeling good. I mean, I tantric masturbate, so that's similar. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. I do about a 90-minute jerk sesh. I'll tell you, dude, it it makes me less anxious, less depressed. I sleep better you think at night. That I make sense of sleeping. That's you why tire, I work out. You tire yourself out? No, I don't I don't go crazy to where like I'm exhausted because again, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to get huge. No, I don't you tire I don't lift out naturally. heavy weights or you do a little cardio. Yeah, if I, I do 15 some, minutes of cardio, I'd sleep like a baby. At I do a minutes. half hour of cardio usually, and I lift light weights, and it's just like it's like it's like meditation, dude. You're like meditation, dude. Your fucking face is like meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate. I know. I hate it. I try. I've tried multiple times. I don't know why I hate it. I got. I should figure out a reason to not hate it. It it has a bad reputation. It's associated with douchey people. I don't think it has a bad reputation. People, especially like in this, in like a gentrified hippie neighborhood, everyone swears by it and like life changing. Well, in these areas, everyone does Pilates and yoga. Well, and we you say that like it's like kind of lame, but it also that's like so good for you. It is. I I totally agree. Yeah, I did yoga once, and I when it was over, I was like, I was absolutely one hundred. My body is so gross. There's a common denominator of all these CEOs out there. There. meditation no exercise yeah okay they're all like crazy 50 mile it's joggers and runners fucking and so bikers. good for me maybe you can think what can you okay did you do you feel like your brain shuts off while you're doing it or are you thinking a lot no i'm th- i think even more okay i'm because i'm like it has a meditative quality yeah it gets it wakes me up in the morning and i'm i'm thinking way when quicker. i did it i just thought about snacks it allows you to do more eat, of that. What by I was the gonna way. eat afterwards. The more you work out, the more shitty fucking food you can eat. And I would feel bad eat about so it. gross to offset how much I hated going that all I did was gain weight, the really? wrong kind. Yeah. I also had no idea what I was doing, so I would just watch other people work out mm-hmm. and then just do what they did. So it was in no particular order. Yeah. There was a guy that worked at the gym that was really funny. He would just make fun of me all the time. He's like, "What are you doing right now?" That's probably why you hated it so much. Yeah, I just didn't like it. I don't like lifting stuff. All I've had to lift most of my life is like a pencil. I have very soft hands. 
You know what? They say that about comedians. I like, get callous. Soft. Yeah, we have the softest hands. Yeah, it's great. We've never lifted a tool in our it's life. It's great. Fuck that. I used to lay tile. <laughs> really? It's been so long though. My hands. You laid tile? Yeah, that's what my dad. Your dad has a tiling business? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. That's a man. In the summer, I fucking was. That's a man. Laying down fucking thin set and gravel and fucking. Whoa. Yeah. You could have tiled my bathrooms. It probably wouldn't have looked very good. Can you repair grout damage, like cracks? Um, I can't. But is your dad a good tile? Does he still do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like half, kind of half retired. But he has this economy. Economy's the not great, Kevin. So it's not. <laughs> Don't talk to me about the economy. <laughs> I'm sitting in a home I bought in 2007. <laughs> Just oh oh, the bubble's about to break. Let me buy it. The price is. Let me buy pre-burst. Oh God. I want to make sure to buy this house pre-bubble burst. Oh. Can we do that, please? I wanna I wanna never have any money again. Yeah. I wanna ruin the luckiest streak I ever had. My apartment has fleas. That's gross. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. They got rid of them. But how long does this go for? <laughs> Until we're just kind of like done. You're no, we're a, we're at exactly one hour. Well, Steve, tell us some fun things about yourself to wrap it up. Give us the people. You know, some we cut facts. him off when he was like, "Let's get deep and talk about manhood." Then we just started generalizing. No, no, manhood. no. I, 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 you answered some questions. Do you feel like any of us know enough about manhood to talk about it? Let me. Okay, from let's go around the table. Nick, do you feel like I'm a man? We go around the table about whether you're a man. Yeah. No, no. no. Then we'll ask each other. <laughs> oh, look, let's go around the table. Make this all about me. No. Am I a man? Do you think I'm a man? Um. Yeah, I think you're a modern man, Steve. Yeah. Am I a man? Yeah. Why? Um. Because that awful saying you told me Reba told you. You're not a real man until your dad dies. Oh. Jesus. Fuck. Worst God, saying ever. Man. Dark and true. I don't think. I don't think that's. I don't. Th- what about I, me? It, what do you think are the accessories that tell you I'm a man? Um, because you've gone through a uh, a lot of a handful of garbage. Yeah, and you've you're still here, and you still make people laugh. Okay. Yeah, I would say that you have gone through things and don't. Uh, you never whine about it. Okay. You never cry about any problems. You own a fucking house, bitch. Yeah, but I didn't like. I didn't earn it laying tile. But that's not. See, that's why I said you're a yeah. modern man. You don't need to. You don't need to prove or achieve manhood by like, you know, I figured out another way. Breaking boulders or like whatever the. Because I like always feel like I always worker. feel like a little, like yeah, I got. I was able to buy a house, but like I didn't. It's not like I work. I I had work. It took me like a decade to yeah. stay with the money, but most people spend a lot longer. And work a lot harder to get it. Does that mean I've like figured out a smart way to do the same thing, or is it just I'm lucky? I think it's like sort of. I feel like I it's, think not it's luck. I feel like it's luck a lot L- of times. Luck, but you, well, you're 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 an idiot if you don't say you're lucky, because we're all lucky. That's all a part of it. Yeah. Right. I I mean you know I there there are guys out there laying brick, laying tile, and and their hands are thick and 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 cut and dirty, and they're not men. Because but now I have a boner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think your choices and your actions make you a man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Just because you do that kind of work doesn't make it makes no. You yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah, you look like a man because it's yeah. like, dude, that guy's rugged. No, I had to fire tons of dudes working in this house because they were retarded. Yeah, <laughs> they were fucking. They were doing that kind of work, and children. I was like, get out of here. Go away. Get up. Get up. But Vinko, my uh. Croatian dude, yeah. he stayed on because that dude was a man. Yeah. 
guy killed people in the old country. That's crazy. I was joking. I was like, oh, I heard you were like a real tough dude in the old country and like rub people. I was like, that old Vinko, new Vinko, don't do this. <laughs> you know, there's That's something crazy. there's something to the fact that there's so many men that maybe that concept of what it takes to be a man is just irrelevant. Well, you do not. Well, that the I know for a fact we're not the that the notions of male behavior and what those kind yeah. of things are. It's not necessary anymore. I there we are all, far less. We necessary. all know women who are more men. Yeah. Than than the men. We CEO know. of Yahoo is a woman. She had this. This was this happened in the news that she was a, you know an annual shareholders meeting. If you own a certain number of shares, you're allowed to go to the shareholders meeting. Uh-huh. You fly there and go. Well, this lady, she's the CEO of Yahoo. That's a unbelievably hard job to get like you got to crush a lot of people to get that job right yeah she's giving the speech and they allow people to like ask questions a dude stands up and he goes my name is this whatever and he goes i own a four thousand shares of yahoo which is about 50 grand which in that room isn't a lot and he goes and i'm a dirty old man and i just want to say i find you attractive that's what he went there to say yeah i saw it on the huffington post and then he like and she didn't even like answer she just was like like just looked away and kept talking. It's like that's ridiculous. And she was like more of a man at that moment than that dude by not being like, "What did you just fucking yeah. say to me, dude?" Yeah. yeah. Like I just want to stand up and be just gross. has no control. I'm really gross, and yeah. I want to let everyone know how fucking gross I am. It's disgusting. Yeah. I think what makes a man is a podcast. Yeah. At yeah. this point. At this point. Yeah, you're man enough to take on a podcast. Yeah. You're like I can I can ramble for an hour a week. <laughs> I can prattle on about the half truths and vague facts right. I've sort of cobbled my together in my adult mind. My sort of opinions that yeah. I might even feel differently about. I can in come an up hour. on a mushy episode that I won't be accountable to on any level later. Yeah. Where I'll be like, I, I what now? What you asking me if I thought I, I of course I didn't know anything. Leave me alone. Yeah, I was improvising. It's like when people <laughs> ask you, like, is that, when you do a joke, did that joke really happened? Did you just ask me that? Shut up. Yeah. I try to make it funny. Is this conversation now over? Yeah, that's <laughs> happening. Just That's try, true. I'm making jokes up here. You're looking for facts from me? If you're coming to me for facts, you got to think about killing yourself. Come on, moron. Barely find the door. Do you think I'm a man? I do. I've seen you with your kid. Huh. I see you with Wolf and uh, your son. And uh, you got it. You're a dad, man. You're there. You're yeah, there. Being there for your kids is fucking manly. I've, uh, you, oh, I see you with Wolf. You're dressed terribly. Which means you didn't <laughs> think about yourself for a second. Yeah. Because you're just like, I just have, I can't be naked in public with him because that's not right. <laughs> and I'll get in trouble and then that'll be bad for him. So I'm just going to put on clothing. Nothing having to do with it matching. And you show up and you look like a yard sale fell on you. That's an adult <laughs> male. That's when you see an adult male who could just, you're like, you don't, yeah. you're not wearing it. What happened? That guy's man? too busy. He's too worried about getting the job. And if done. you asked him, like, what are you wearing? He'd be like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I have yeah, on yeah, right I, now. Yeah, I don't know how long I've had this shirt. I d- just thought of it now because you made me. Yeah. Yeah. That's I found it. this under my car, and then I put <laughs> it on. This was in the so. trunk. <laughs> this was closest to the door I yeah. had to leave. <laughs> yeah. Nick's a man. Why? I think, you're beco- I think I'm watching you become one, like, right now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You're just, you're not as, you're not as, like, I think when, because I've known you a, a long time. A bitch. I what? Not as much as a bitch. Not as much of a bitch. <laughs> I've known you a long time now. Yeah. And when I met you, I thought a, a lot of what... 
because I did the same. A lot you of both. Me, I was 22 or three. Yeah. A lot of your personality was like, I'm going to decide to have this personality for a while. You were trying on things. Same way, like you change. I mean, you've changed a ton, yeah, and yeah. now you're just more comfortable with the way you are. Like you're gonna be this way for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas up until this point, you were kind of trying on things, and I think you were ma- like almost like pretend mad at things that you didn't really care about. That's what I feel like I was like. See, I never agreed with that when people said that. Like Ari would be like, "You're you're fake." angry at stuff and i'm like no i really like at 21 you're like no but you don't you, have a real no, at life the time yet. you were yeah. angry about it but you didn't have the perspective to realize this doesn't matter to me really well yeah yeah sure it's like when i see people get mad about like reality tv and stuff and you're like what yeah that says more about you than it does being mad at them like yeah. oh you're mad at them well who gives a shit man because at the time yeah you don't really have a life and problems to worry about so you just like are yeah. getting in like deeply emotional about like what the fuck's on tv you want to be thought of as you. a serious person so yeah. you need to be people mistake being mad as being serious and thoughtful like you know what what one of the steps to becoming a man i feel like i've learned over the years is having your fucking heart broken a little yeah that's one it yeah. doesn't make you one, but that's like one of the steps towards Men it. Men need to have less emotions, because if you're if you're if you're expected to make like a clear cut decision, you can't let your emotions get super involved. You I make the wrong one. I think men should have more emotions, you but think? they should know how to manage them. Because I don't think a lot of dis- if you make but certain decisions you a without emotion. Yeah, no, that's that's being too robotic. Yeah, it's a. I, I have no. I have no sense of what it, it doing it right. I never feel like I'm doing it right because it seems like a real tightrope rock Where it's like, no, be a man, take care of business. But then it's like, you're an emotional robot. It's like, yeah, because I'm trying to take, take care, care of business. Of, yeah. You know what we should do? Every time we see an old man, <laughs> just be like, can you tell me one it's thing? Just, How just do you do it? <laughs> hug him. Be like, hey man, just tell just tell me what because you, we, if we listen to this in ten years from now, twenty years from now, I don't know shit. That's what I'm saying is yeah. that imagine like you're talking about Nick when he was, you know, 21, 22. Oh, my God. When yeah. We were 22. Yeah. To, to versus now. We're going to go back when we're 50s, 60s looking at this going, holy shit. The handful of stuff I remember old men telling me, I still remember. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a, bo- I had a great boss, Ed Warren. When I worked at Kids Art and Locker Sunday. He's like, do your best, but you can't save people. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, w- I heard... Uh, a good one that stuck with me was like, uh, just remember you only get this life once. Oh, yeah. Solid. Oh, man. My dad told me that once. I, Solid. I got one. And I was like, I got one. I'd high five you, but you're too far. Uh, <laughs> I, got an, I got a good one. The, uh, this old guy told me because I asked him specifically. Mm-hmm. I have two. One, I was a waiter at P.F. Chang's and there was uh, a round table of the, all these old dudes and they're all in suits and ties. And the, the guy was like, you know, this guy, this guy ran Paramount. This guy, he ran this and this guy ran that. And the oldest one, I asked him, I said, what, give me one piece of advice for my career. And he said, every time you have a meeting, write them a thank you note. And I went, okay, that's a good piece of advice. The other one is I asked this old dude, I said, what, what do you, what, what advice can you give me? And he said, watch the signs. It's too vague for me. (laughs) Watch the you mean the movie? No. The M. Night Shyamalan movie? <laughs> it was universally panned. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a surprise ending that it's good. <laughs> Watch. Yeah. No, he says that there's sign there's li- there's these signs in your life. Yeah, but man. But you and you have to I feel like I'm constantly looking for Maybe it's for a driving them. analogy of like when you're, you know, when you're on the road that is life. 
watch the signs. No, the, the, Don't he, run red lights. He said that there are signs that. that pop up that they're like, okay, here, here's this. Do I, do I acknowledge this or mm-hmm. do I just ignore it? You know what I n- a lot of times notice is like a thing I should do. It's usually the thing that's hard that I don't want to. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. It's like, well, then guess what? That's the thing that's going to be the thing. To I, do. Dude, we're fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's that. All it, all all it is is lazy. And you just said that the thing that you don't want to do, you dread doing. And then once you do it, you feel better for doing it. Yeah. And that's I mean that, that's that part of being a man. Part well, of being a fucking looks like man. I got to get out of here and get waxed. That's <laughs> I don't feel like it, but I'll look beautiful. When I I'm asked done. myself that. I think so you need to go get now. a motorcycle. I'm not getting a motorcycle, dude. You should get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm not gonna do uh, that until one. I can get one. I'm just convincing everyone i know to get no one. i'm gonna get an old el camino That's or that and i'm gonna start get a going 1966 i told i'm gonna start going to lowrider shows it's gonna be cool yeah we talked about that last time that's right yeah i'm excited about What's it happening yeah gonna maybe start a, a lowrider art uh teacher company or something that sounds awesome yeah. yeah i bet you all those people are nice they are yeah anybody who does things all the time is are and nice. there's no money in it i'm sorry because they're yeah they're 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 Getting like a certain level of emotional fulfillment from this. You have model to train, guys. and then you're happier. There was a I, where I used to work once. There was like a, the floor downstairs, was like kind of an open area, and mm-hmm. a group of dudes. They were a model train meeting, and they would meet every like once a month and talk about model trains. And I was like, I wanna just get some model trains so I can go yeah. and hang out with you dudes and just listen to you talk about Lionel trains. Seems epic. Because I bet you they get into some real shit. Yeah, there's got to be a reason they do that. It, like, makes them happier. Yeah. Just, like, I don't know. I, it's no one's forcing it. anyone to go to a model train club. I feel like as long as you don't end up golfing your life away, you're a good older man. But that makes people happy, too, I believe. Whatever makes people happy, though. What if it's rape? <laughs> well, there's going to be consequences. Okay. <laughs> Cause then, but you're, then you're ruining somebody else's life. You so if it's role play... You just have to hope that what makes you happy is like legal and creative. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't ruin people's lives. Like, thank God that's not what makes me happy. It's <laughs> really creative is illegal, you guys. Let's go burn down that school. <laughs> you guys want to burn down a school? Steve, it's your birthday. You ever burn down a school? No. Well? I don't want to burn down the school. Well, then we won't do it. It's too hot. Yeah, you don't even have to. It's I like 90 it's out. Brick. It would just get Not, hotter. You wouldn't feel like you did enough to burn it down because of how hot it is outside. Yeah, yeah. You want to burn it down like during a snowstorm. That's a win. Yeah. And yeah. it would look cool. It would look amazing. Surrounded by all the white snow. Yeah, the contrast amazing. of the snow on the ground and then the windowsills with flames shooting out of it. Oh, yeah. I think we've given birth to a fun little painting I'm going to make later. Yeah, you could draw it while it's burning. <laughs> yeah, you do a little <laughs> sketch. Maybe if just to jot it down, you guys. We put it on Insta. I like how real this conversation goes. Fuck yeah! Talking about manhood. Look, podcast. This is, this is a this is part one. This is a two parter. Yeah, right. We're gonna. This is like the Thornbirds mini series. <laughs> Manhoods, in oh, the manhoods. Oh, I figured out. Remember that? Uh, the your bone that was sticking out yeah, of your look spine. At this. Look at that, Nick. You see the bone sticking out right there? Is it from your ponytail? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, your yeah, spine's yeah. allergic to you having a ponytail. So it didn't sign really up for you having that, that hairstyle. I see from better from the side. Do you see how like gnarly that is? Yeah. So my um, C7 vertebrae is protruding. Right. What? Why did that happen? I figured it out. <sighs> oh, you figured it out. Squats. Squats. I was doing squats. Is it resting? And on the, the bar. Yeah. The bar. Rested on that yeah. vertebrae. That's why they have those and pads. Kevin's annoyed now. We're talking I about working out. I why do you have those pads? They I didn't the pads. use the pad. 
You dummy. You don't have to if it's not too heavy of a weight. Don't talk to me. This was too heavy. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. your vertebrae popped out. And uh, Well, you guys, I got to go sign up for this torture chamber you sound <laughs> say is so fucking useful. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to the kicky in the dick room. It's 30 bucks a month, <laughs> but the startup's only 250 bucks. They kick you in the dick, and it smells like a crotch. But then you get a water bottle that you carry around with you. But you have to bring a towel to the kick your dick chamber. <laughs> Sounds great. I got to do it. I'm getting tits. This is not good. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah, you're not going to look better going to therapy, dude. Nope. Are you skinny fat? <laughs> yeah. I've t- my, my body mass index is like 20%. What when the they fuck? test it, that's not healthy, dude. Duh. You're so skinny. <laughs> I know. They test it, and they, every time they've done it, they go, Sometimes this machine is wrong. And they do it Your again. Your body it's fat is like 20%? 19%, 18%. That's it might not be different now. I got it like a year or two ago. Okay. Since then, I've given up meat. Oh, you don't eat meat anymore? No. Wow. Yeah. See, that's another thing. The old school man would have been like, He eats fucking steak for breakfast well, okay, and has a go, rad heart attack. Let's at go over it real quick. I think that we could wrap this up. Yeah, we we're going to help you out. Don't tell me how to wrap up my podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, hour. What, Sorry. What, 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 what would be your ideal exercise? If I could skateboard without ever getting hurt, and that would be enough exercise to get me shredded. Okay. Yeah. What else? Impossible because I'm not coordinated. What else? Enough. Uh, Walking. I like tennis. Tennis, great. But it's not it's not a good workout because like only your legs left to right. It doesn't do anything for your upper body at all. You get cardio, cardio, cardio that's skating, yeah. core. Yeah. I mean, hitting the ball. I'll, yeah, I'll, that's all arms. Yeah. I played tennis for years. It made you know me what a fucking great now. exercise? That's total body taking people hostage. Fucking surfing, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can't see the waves coming in because of my eyes. Yeah, but we're saying in an ideal like oh, skateboarding ideal, yeah. where you don't yeah. get he hurt. He wears glasses. No, yeah. If I was born with better eyesight and a cooler body, surfing sounds great. Surfing will make your body cooler. <laughs> if you my were. name was Larry, this would all make eyesight. sense. And the what? I said. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I people have so. <laughs> you have glasses, <laughs> and you're rubbing the inside it's of your like, glasses. Oh, yeah. it's misty today. It's so wet. Someone's got to yell. Waves coming, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Paddle, little buddy. And then it crashes. Whose yeah. glasses are those? Who's gla- yeah. Oh, okay. Swimming, just swimming by itself. I just feel swim. like no. Public pool, gross. No, you get one of those jet propulsion little jacuzzis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wa- what's that? Called? They have the wave something. Wave pool. And yeah, yeah wave and you, pool. You just yeah. swim. That's that looks nice in the backyard. That's good for the resale. What's the, what's the tiny pool for? I'm skinny fat. <laughs> Gross. That's, yeah, that's the kind of pool that's like kind of white trashy. Very white trashy. That would trashy. happen in Riverside. In the commercial, it's always indoors. Yeah. But then you got all that humidity in your house, and you know what you're doing? You're ruining your paint. Do you know what? You got to do. You got to start something. Want to be starting something? You got to be starting you gotta, yeah, something. Yeah, some sort of exercise. You, right? you got to. All right. You got to. I'll go to therapy. You start working. You know, out. okay, I was watching Lock Up. Yeah. And uh, I was watching like the prisoners work out. That seemed okay to me because I feel like I could do it in my backyard. Just burpees, jumping uh-huh. jacks, sit-ups. Oh, that's, that's oh, yeah, advanced shit. You can get a cu- couple things set up in your backyard and work out there. Yeah. I think I'm going to hire I have a, a jump uh, rope. private uh, trainer for you. Cool. I did that. You know what's going to be fun is me like hiding from everything. him. <laughs> It'll make it like a scavenger. He could call it a scavenger hunt. Like He's like, I can't find your friend who you hired me to train. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I wasn't there. I didn't show up. <laughs> I just keep telling him different gyms. <laughs> That would be great. It'll be the personal trainer answer to catch me if you can. <laughs> Tom Hanks is my trainer. I'm Leo DiCaprio, but you're trying <laughs> to just get me to can. work out. <laughs> I'm not forging checks. I just won't do sit-ups. 
And then he catches you just scarfing a burrito down <laughs> yeah. at like 11 a.m. I just wear different outfits to eat shitty food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing disguises to go to the same Wendy's twice yeah. in one day. Is Kevin working out? No, but he has a pizza shirt now. <laughs> it's a little weird. But he's for some reason he's in Phoenix hiding. Yeah. <laughs> just eating nachos. That's a good idea for a shirt, though. A pizza shirt? No, just a piece of pizza. There's no way that's not out there. A piece the, of pizza? Mm-hmm. I think I've seen one that like the whole thing is covered. The whole in thing's cheese pizza. And pepperoni. I saw the same one, but it's a donut. The whole thing's frosting. Ooh, it looked ooh. good. I'm into that. Yeah, I also saw a sweatshirt that was all Rolexes, which I was like, "That's pretty." Yes, cool. please go to your view cart checkout. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon. I think we should stop. I think yeah. I think we're uh, we're about one hour twenty minutes. Solid. So well, happy birthday, Steve. Thank you. Thanks you're for being on this, Nick. Steve. Awesome. Thank Steve you. Howie, everybody. You'll come back whenever you're around, right? Oh yeah. I feel like you'll reoccur. I feel like I, yeah. I'm definitely gonna be a uh, special guest star. I feel like you'll be here when podcast. we don't want you to. Yeah. Just like show up when another guest is on. Yeah, I feel like you'll ruin other people's appearances. And the guest is like, "Who's knocking on the window?" Yeah, it's like, oh, is that Steve Howie? Steve, I I love that idea. You have anything you want to plug? Just life mission. Um, Rusted Root. Gonna you be plug the band uh, Rusted Root. I'm gonna be on Sons of Anarchy that premieres in September. Oh man, you have like a real thing to plug. Yeah, that oh, makes yeah. us <laughs> feel pretty stupid. Oh, um, oh, so that that show everyone loves. It's good. <laughs> yeah, we got motorcycles. Yeah, something Sons. people will definitely check out. You're gonna be on SOA. SOA. I'm an SOA member. I made fun of your ponytail for a lot of years, and it totally paid off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who am I? Who am I? Just yeah, that's cool. Brett Kilrow. We, we just got our first laugh from my friend Brett on the couch in the other room. <laughs> we yeah, found that's right. This podcast is taped in front of a live studio in audience. In front of a live studio, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> we'll always have one guy listening <laughs> yeah, in the living awesome. room. Oh, we did it. All right, All right, perfect. All right, this was Occasionally Awesome, episode two. Go out and fuck somebody.